Tonight on Alpha's Beck and Pod Form, Vivian Clover Lajoie. That crack? I'll tell ya. Emma Barlow. Alpha's Dream's Fun. And me, Byron Hussey. You go on a date with somebody. If you pay, they kind of owe you, right? Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to Alpha's Beck and Podform, episode 53, Stop in the Name of Love. That's how you say that. Uh, my name is Byron Hussey, and I'm joined tonight by Vivian Clover. Hello, that's VC and not VD. No, VD is actually banned from, from the show, unfortunately. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> And we have a new fun special guest named Emma Barlow. Hello, Emma. <laughs> Emma, please tell us a little about yourself. I've never been on a podcast before, so I'm a little mm-hmm. nervous. Yeah, but Alpha's very fun. You should be. Yeah, I should. Yeah, be. I'll try my best though. Okay, and you're from uh, Utah. Yeah. Okay. What part of Utah? Are you near Provo? Yes. Yeah, she's oh in my Provo. God, oh my God. Emma, have you, do you have any experience with ALF that you want to speak to? Um, I actually didn't know what ALF was until this year. And wow. then I started <gasps> listening oh, to this wow. podcast. Very lucky. And Very I've lucky. seen two episodes of it, I think, mm-hmm. including the one we were talking about. You should stop it, too. Yeah, it it kind of gives me that feeling. But this one was actually pretty good, I think. Yeah. So, um, stop in the name of love. Uh, Vivian, do you have any background on this song? Um, well, the song's by the Supremes. Um, and there's actually a clip. Um, I looked up the name of the episode to get the air date, which was uh, 3rd of October, 1988. And there's apparently a clip of Alf singing the song Stop in the Name of Love. That must be in a different episode. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, uh, I'll add that there's a clip of the California Raisins singing Stop in the Name of Love on YouTube, which I will play now. Perfect. Love those Raisins. Can you guys hear it? <laughs> I like their great song. Oh, honey, are you playing with your food again? And the, the California raisins are really just nightmare fuel. They're disgusting. Oh, like what are iconic, they? Iconic eighties nightmare fuel. Dude, they look like tumors. They look like they just shouldn't be moving around, and they shouldn't be in your kitchen. You know when you, there's like there's like a, like a sixteen year old dog covered in like in tumors. That's what they look like. <laughs> that is exactly what they look like. <laughs> That's a perfect analogy. Mm-hmm. I or totally. Oh gosh. Simile. Yeah. Simile. Right. Right. I don't know. I don't know the Use difference. Use me, princess. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. What, what did you say? October third. Third of October. So. Uh, so this. The anniversary is coming up. So this is the uh, pr- season premiere, right? Of yeah. season three. Me, me. I'm on season three. Was it? Is this the premiere? Yeah, it is because this yes, was the yes, first one is. where we got yeah, the. Um, episode one. So there's a new starting for season three, which um, changes up the theme song to be 
uh, very saxophone heavy. Um, yeah, finally the famous sax elf where you see him playing and he's he's flailing around like he's got problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also the um, format of the beginning changes to where they're they're watching like a great elf's greatest hits on VHS. Um, yeah, which is interesting because you could you could see them doing that in like episode like season like eight of a very long running show. Um, but it it only had been on been, been on for two years. You know, it's like it's a little little early for their little uh, best of victory lap. You know. Yeah, well, you know, you know, Fusco. You know, he's he's gonna gloat over everything. You know. Yeah. They already understood the scope of their influence. Maybe yes. they saw... They changed mm. the world forever. Oh yeah, mm. changed the world of Melmac for the worse. <laughs> So yeah, so that's uh that's worth noting that we've made it to season three. Um, they changed the starting, and um, the the tone I I feel is different. It's it's a little a little bit more confident coming in. Yeah. So uh, the it seems like they kind of found something to fit in. Like the the jaunty piano is a little bit like a little, mm-hmm. but this is like in your face. Yeah. It's like the 80s are here and they are happening, man. Yeah, step into the 80s. You can't turn back the (laughs) clock. The 80s are on the record. Reagan has done his damage. Crack is all over. winding down. Yeah, so uh, the episode begins with um, (laughs) uh, Willie just really emphatically uh, serving some lasagna. Yeah. Love really. that lasagna. So, like, Willie was making a big deal about how um, delicious the l- lasagna looked, right? Yeah, clear Garfield reference, too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I had that in my notes. Uh, Alf Garfield crossover? Yeah, <laughs> it happens in Cartoon All-Stars. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, Alf asks, um, uh, he asks um, Garfield, do you want to be lunch? At one point. Uh, I also wanted to note that Alf is wearing a typical 80s game show contestant shirt in the sure. intro. Yeah. Uh, in, in this first scene, and, and I, I think that's important to note. A game show contestant shirt? It looks like it a looks shirt like a, a game shirt. show contestant in the 80s would wear. Huh. Hmm. To me. I'm yes. just looking up to see if there's a um, Garfield slash Alf fan fiction uh i wouldn't be surprised i could see someone like you know uh having like garfield harass willie (laughs) there um there isn't is not one on fanfiction.net there's a there's a um an alf there are actually 18 alf macgyver crossover (laughs) fictions (laughs) that's ridiculous maybe it's like macgyver like repurposes Elf's spaceship in some way. Oh my gosh. Mm. It's a buddy comedy. There's also a, a single Elf a Labyrinth fan fiction. Could be good. <laughs> Ooh, and an Elf Kingdom Hearts. Oh, oh God. And cool. any Elf, Elf fan fiction in general just baffles the mind that that exists to yeah. me. Wait, did I read the Elf Kingdom Hearts fan fiction in my other show? You may have to. Have. I think I did. I think I did already. I just completely forgot about it. Check it out. Fan fiction theater um, episode something or other. Uh, okay. So um, 
Willie's serving up some lasagna. Uh, there's a whole thing about... <laughs> so Alf makes a crack about how the lasagna took like a really long time to cook. Um, but he does so in rhyme with the last thing Willie said. Oh, yes. Um, and Willie gets offended by this, not because he Willie like gave so Kate a hard time for the the cooking time, but because he doesn't like this rhyming game. Oh, he hates it. He has a fear of rhyming. Um, that is an actual phobia, by the way. I heard, I read it in a book once. There is a phobia of like rhyming in poetry. Hmm. So, huh. I think Willie might have that. I guess maybe because it's tacky, or. Maybe. Is it actually because it gives a feeling um, of fear? I, I'm going to uh, guess that Willie has metrophobia, which is the fear of poetry. Isn't there a uh, like a condition that causes some people to sort of talk in poems? Like I think uh, the Dilbert guy has that. I've never Dilbert Dilbert tosis. Maybe <laughs> Spasmo It's called spasmodic dysphonia. Um, uh, I don't really want to read it. Read anything more about the Dilbert guy? He's kind of a dickhead. Yeah, um, no, no, no reason to do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, they're uh, digging into some lasagna. Lynn kind of storms oh. in, uh, kind of upset. Um, kind of feel like <laughs> the way they're presenting Lynn here is more of a sort of a high school. Um, trope than a college girl trope. Am I off base there? I, you know, when I watched this, I kind of forgot that she was already in college by this point, or that she was, you know, going to like. She's acting like a high school like freshman to me. Well, it seemed yeah, to be written. I had as no though. idea she was in college. The only way you can tell is she's wearing a UCLA sweatshirt. Oh. Yeah. But everything else points towards yeah. her being in. In high school maybe she still is and that i misunderstood because we had her going away to college almost in the season finale of season Varsity two drag. yeah but um yep. maybe she still hasn't gone I don't know. maybe she isn't there yet maybe they just don't touch on it well later on in the episode we, we learned that she's going out with a guy that she's had a crush on uh, since 10th grade that's not usually how college works right you know like, like Continuing yeah, unless the college is connected to the high school. Well, it is a state <laughs> school, so. <laughs> yeah. You just walk down the hallway and it's there. Yeah. Yeah, they're mixing people. Uh, uh, yeah. I should say, um, Vivian, uh, we should have... Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, what was that? Some that? noise music <laughs> going on in here. Some the, the burzum. Avant-garde. Vivian, do you wanna do, did you want to plug your new single? I did. Uh, I released a single uh, today called Mr. Snuggles, backed with uh, the song Fire by Sister Irene O'Connor. Uh, and if everybody would like to check that out, um, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Can I you send a, uh, a link to it? To I me? will. I'll gladly send like, you the I'll link. Play, I'll play a little bit, um, as I do. Yes, I will send you the link. You okay. want that now or later? Sure. Like the candy. Just now. I'll play, I'll play a little snippet. Okay, uh, let me send that to you now. This is good. This is good air. This is like good podcast stuff. Just like waiting for somebody to send a link to somebody. Stuff. All right, <laughs> so it's being posted in the in in the server. Okay. Uh, 
Right, here it is. And okay. basically the song was originally done by, well, nobody knows. It was found on a tape by someone from WFMU. And the song is very odd. I thought I saw it fit to cover it. Okay. So this is uh, Mr. Snuggles cool. by Dr. Airlines. Oh, I like that album. Good. My face scanned into a printer. <laughs> good very good i dig thank, it thank thank yep everybody go check it out we'll wait if, if she can yeah if she can stop the podcast listen to yeah. a second of it come back I, I probably should have plugged it at the, the at the top of the show i meant to we just kind of barreled ahead just cut and like, paste i kind of i get so excited to uh talk about alf you know Oh, everybody does. Uh, yeah, like those ALF cards. I, I just like Byron did uh, last year. I tasted ALF gum, and it was bad. <laughs> it's on YouTube too. Yeah. Was it really old? It's like thirty it's years like, old, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, oh. my gum was thirty-one years old because it was twenty-eighteen. Uh, yeah, but that's true. I bought two packs. They're right behind me, actually. Um, and the gum was not a good experience. Um, Do you want to eat another piece of the gum on the podcast here? Or? Yeah, if I had one, look, if I had another pack, I would gladly do it. But I already, I already talked about both of them. Oh, that's too bad. Um, so it's 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 too late now. I forget if I, I think I don't have any more gum either. That's okay. Uh, do, do they make any like uh, canned like Alf Spaghettios or anything like that? We could get our hands on. No, I was thinking the same thing. Like, there's got to be some type of elf food stuff that were made. I'd like to find that out, and if it happened, I'd like to get my hands on some. Yeah, like elf spaghettios or like elf fruit snacks or something. Elf something... fruit snacks would be groovy. Yeah, it'd be like. I would taste them too. I would. Yeah. Yeah, I would taste that. I would. I, I bet they taste like. Spaghettios, though. Sorry, what's don't that, Emma? You... Oh, sorry. I don't know if I'd try the spaghettios though don't no, trust you, them to you, begin with yeah i th those actually can go bad i guess i've never eaten spaghettios in my life so i actually had this a very similar conversation with my wife very recently about how w she has never had spaghettios and i've maybe had them once or twice but they are vile it's really gross they look gross yeah. i had them a couple times as a kid they're a little weird so i imagine when they're 30 years old they can't be Maybe they yeah. age like wine. I don't yeah. know. No, I mean, you probably you could actually make like a nice uh, spaghettio, um, like prison toilet wine if you really had to. <laughs> um, so okay, so um, Lynn kind of storms in, upset. She says something about does she says something about like wanting to commit suicide. I don't remember. Whoa! Something about um, wanting to slit her wrists open or yeah. or shoot up the school. She says oh. not that it matters. It's like the original 13 Reasons Why. She broke up with Oof. some boring guy named Lolola. Lolola. yeah. Every time, she's always dating people with weird names, like Lizard and Patchouli. 
truly it's right. <laughs> <laughs> so who were all of Lynn's uh, boyfriends? Didn't you have a guy named Lash too? She might have. Um, oh, that's Lash. the one I. Re- that's the only one I remember. <laughs> it's a lizard, Lash, Lloyd. So they're all LLs. Except for and pa- no, there's a patchouli also. Yeah, yeah there's an L in it though. Yeah, Plus, it does. but that didn't last, did it? No, that's only mentioned, I think, in like one episode. But it, the yeah. name is like barely mentioned, and I think Willie just like um, mutters it. Patchouli. Patchouli. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, Lynn got dumped by Lloyd because Lloyd wanted to see other women. Yeah, um, typically. To pull away the field. He just needed more space. He needed more girls to. Mm-hmm. Girls. Girls. I feel like they girls. did this joke in the episode. It's not very good. Like yeah, a... they do it a lot. Yeah, this one kept going, but the rhyming didn't last for very long. I kind of thought the whole episode was going to be in rhymes, but it wasn't. They probably meant it to be and then forgot. Yeah, yeah, I can see them like wanting to do that. Yeah, that seems like like that. Alf would Alf would definitely do something like that. Like maybe there's yeah. an episode of Alf's hit talk show where he does that. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's Scott Adams as a guest. Um, maybe. So we get the new starting. Um, the the whole family is watching the best of moments from the first two seasons of Alf and laughing hysterically. Who is so filming? happy? Who is filming these uh, these events, these account- iconic moments in the Tanner household? Uh, Michu. <laughs> it's it's Michu. He's the only one. He's the only one who could have been doing. Or Lucky. Yeah, Lucky, <laughs> I think, is uh, pretty heavily drugged. So I don't think it was Lucky. You can even tell. Like, it was from... Michu, then. Yeah, I guess. So that's canon. Like a, a, an invisible dwarf lives with the family. Yeah, and sometimes he dresses up as Alf, like, you know, he's, he has a hobby. He needs a hobby. It's really interesting, like, um, how much attention Michu got when he passed about, because since, since, like, oh, this is the guy that played Alf, it's like, he only played him in the first season. Like, they never had the dwarf Alf on after the first season, did they? I, I think they, I think he appeared very very rarely in season two and then i think pretty much disappeared um maybe he came back at some point but uh it became less and less because they saw it just didn't look that good it's very jarring and also they they have more of a budget for like puppet work like they had that scene where alf's feet were up on the uh, coffee table um clearly they rigged up the couch to have a compartment under it and so on but yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's weird. It's weird. It is very odd. It's a, it's a footnote that Alf was played by a dwarf. Yeah. Uh, so, um, the family is playing Trivial Pursuit. Um, Alf claims that um, the atmosphere of what is it, Jupiter, is made of buttermilk. Oh yeah. Or is it Maybe Neptune? The Dairy Planet. <laughs> is it Neptune or Jupiter? Jupiter. Yeah. He says the Jupitonians, um, it says like that they're from the dairy planet on all their license plates. 
So, like, this is a bad writing because, like, just because ALF is an alien doesn't mean there are also aliens in our solar system that we don't know about. I mean, it's like a general, like, space joke, right? But, yeah, well, you know, yeah. you'd think there'd be more of those. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we can say pretty confidently that there's no life on Jupiter. Right? Maybe if it's just that big storm. Yeah. I guess it Especially could be like... Especially with buttermilk. Maybe that storm is like yogurt. Like being churned. Or butter being churned. I'm pretty sure like... Some significant portion of the atmosphere of Jupiter is like molten metal. So... I don't know if you could live in that. Right? Uninhabitable by human beings. Or any beings. A really cool alien could... Or maybe like angels. Maybe there's like weird microscopic ships that can live there. I don't know. Microscopic angels? Yeah. How many a angels can fit on the head of a pin? I can't answer that because it would take too long to explain. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Alf mentions, uh, Florence Henderson and Shirley Jones. Uh, I forget the context for that, but I didn't know who um, either of them are. Florence Henderson is the Brady Bunch, right? Uh, I believe so. Is she also plays an Amish woman in Weird Al's Amish Paradise music video? So I do remember that. Yeah, Shirley um, Jones. Do we know her? Shirley Jones. No, I don't remember, but uh, Alf says like they talk about one of them singing, and Alf says that there's no difference between the two of them. Yeah, they do look similar. It looks like Shirley Jones is from the uh, Partridge family, I think. Partridge. They do look like. Yeah, she kind of looks like um, Owen Wilson a little bit. <laughs> yeah, she's in the Partridge family, and um, uh, yeah, she's oh. very similar in appearance to um, uh, Florence Anderson. Um, so that doesn't really explain anything. So, but we can just move on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, so Lynn is wearing UCL, UCLA, UCLA <laughs> sweatshirt. Um, they start talking about Lloyd, um, La leaving Lolin. Um, they make a joke about him being a La Lox. Um. I sure do. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. It's an it's expression. A, we'll see what it is. It's locks is like a thing you put on bagels. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. If you get it. <laughs> Calling him I mean, a fish. I think it's a. Uh, it means like a scoundrel or something, doesn't it? Or like a. Wasn't there a rapper named Locks? Uh. There may have been. I'm sure there is. <laughs> like the locks or something. I'm going to go to the um, disambiguation page for locks on Wikipedia. This is important. We need to talk about this. This is very related. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there's a the I'm rap sorry. Group. I just didn't know what a weird term meant. <laughs> the locks is a rap group. Um, ah. American hip hop group from 1994, formed in Yonkers, New York. Uh, you're you're near Yonkers, aren't you, Vivian? I'm not too near it, but I mean, I am in New York. You're so. probably closer to Yonkers than I am. 
Probably, probably, you know. The I group is. State, I live in the state of hey, I'm walking here, so. <laughs> the group is composed of East Coast rappers Sheik Louch, Styles P, and Jadakus. I know the last name, but yeah, I don't I know, know the Jadakus. They had originally signed to Sean Combs Bad Boy Records in 1995 before joining Rough Riders Entertainment in 1998. They've since launched their own label, D Block Records. So that's uh, Emma. Does that help? Oh, definitely. So he's Good. a rapper. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Okay. I get and it. Also lots, yeah. um, it's a smoked fish salmon. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That clears it up. So now we know. Uh, another thing that. Uh, Willie says he wants to take uh, in Trivial Pursuit. Um, he wants to talk about sports, and they're all like, "You're not a sporty man." <laughs> and they ask, "Who won the U.S. Open?" And I'll ta- I'll take science. Yeah, <laughs> that's when we get the whole Jupiter thing. Uh, but yeah, Willie is not a sporty man. Yeah, he doesn't know anything about sports. I'm not uh, that into sports either. So neither am I. Birds of a feather. Etc. Yeah, Etc. Yeah, Emma, that's why you... we talk about Max Wright so much. Emma, do you play sports? I don't. I uh, played basketball a little when I was in middle school, but counts. I, I guess, I couldn't tell you any sports guys. Okay, Tiger Woods. I know that one. Okay. I remember his wife fiasco. Of... Yeah. Yeah. Well, he just won like another golf thing today, so that's why he's top of mind. But uh, I mean, he's a good guy, really stand-up guy. Yeah, very nice to women. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he like? Isn't he like? Didn't he run off with a nanny or something? No, I think that was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. The, from the TV show, the nanny. Oh, Fran Drescher. Yeah, Fran. Oh, oh yeah, I think Fran Drescher um was was in a relationship with Tiger Woods for a little while. Yeah. It's true. So Alf um, got a book in the mail. Uh, it seems like this is like a precursor to Amazon. He's he's uh, joined. He got it on QVC. Hmm. Just don't remember be- people uh, getting books in the mail very much before Amazon. Interesting oh. uh, trivia on Amazon. It, used, it was going to be called Cadabra uh, before they said on Amazon. Uh, and somebody I remarked to Jeff Bezos that it sounded a little bit like cadaver, so he changed it. Jeff Bezos, <laughs> notorious uh, that he lo- he's notorious for, I think, not, not treating his workers wrong. He also looks like a guy from an action movie. Like a villain from an a- action movie, right? He sure does. Or like the douche cop that like likes to do things by the book. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> Um, so it's, you got the Shelley Winter's Guide to Love, um, to help Lynn with her love life. Do we know who Shelley Winters is? I know the name. I can't remember. I'll look it up. But one thing I do know is that <laughs> Willie reads the first chapter and he goes, love is like a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> he says it in a pretty funny voice. And then Alf reads the chapter. It leans into the next scene where Alf is reading it. To Lynn in her bedroom. Hmm. Uh, oh, she was in uh, Roseanne. Oh. But I don't know who she played. Uh, she's uh. Says she played Anne Frank. 
Yeah, she's played in, Roseanne's she's, uh, cousin. She was in the Diary of Anne Frank, apparently. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. Like she's not like notable to me in any way. So we can just move on. Yeah, no one cares. Um, she gives good advice. Yeah, she gives advice about pizza. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so and Lynn is like scared, uh, um, because she's into a guy, a uh, a duck. They what? basically talk about that. They a talk duck? about yeah, she's into Danny Duckworth. Oh, who Are she's we... had a crush on since tenth grade. I wanted to say before we got into D- Danny Duckworth, I made an observation about Lloyd. Um, oh. They went to the planet planetarium together, and, uh, Lynn and Lloyd. Yes, and I, they wanted and, to marry there, didn't they? Yeah, and also Lloyd named a wanted to name a comet after Lynn. Um, but you know who else likes a little bit of stargazing is uh, Willie Tanner, Lynn's oh. father. Um, is this a little Oedipal, maybe? Yeah, I, you know, it sounds like a bit of she's got a bit of an Oedipus complex because. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, if he wants to get married in like a planetarium, um, that that's just is like a really willy thing. They established right before this that Willie's a science guy, so yeah. And then suddenly, L- Lloyd is um, also lizard uh, was a kind of a science guy too. Wasn't he like a biologist? Was he? Uh, he was called lizard. Yeah, but like. Uh- so, like, they introduce him as a lizard, so you think he's going to be some kind of, like, weird punk. But, in fact, he's, like, a med student or something, and he talks about wanting to, like, remove somebody's brain. Yeah, well, you know, Lynn, you know, even though she looks like a preppy girl, she's into, like, that kind of guy, even though Danny Duckworth is nothing like that. Yeah. Danny Duckworth is, like, Danny Duckworth is, like, the typical, you know, oh, hunky guy that girls in 80s sitcoms and tv shows would crush on we should mention that danny duckworth a real smoke bomb yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's a really sweet guy yeah so, kept buying your bunch of stuff uh, i did i did i did like the chemistry between danny and and lynn but that's later yeah so yeah sorry danny um is a handsome guy we, we should say that so before Lynn ends up going out with Danny Duckworth. Um, Alf actually sets up a date for her with Donnie Duckworth, who is um, Danny's cousin. Um, apparently, all went to the same high school. Uh, D- Danny, what was what was wrong with Donnie? He's like a dork, right? He's like the dorkiest guy in the school, and he was also the water boy. He's his, yeah. he's Donnie, Danny's cousin, right? Um. So so, Lynn is quite perturbed that um, Alf set up this date with this this total loser, Donnie Duckworth. Um, she's also wearing acid wash jeans. Uh, did we mention that? No, that's a, that's a good point though. That is Thank a good you. point. Yep, that's why that's why I host a podcast. I have these really insightful observations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, uh, she's so she's scared to tell Danny. Elf does his commentary on humans that why don't humans say what they mean? Yeah. And um, it, it should be said that humans really should. What he really means is like 
1980s white suburban Americans. He's, he's kind of conflating these specific humans' behaviors with all humans, which is it's a little ethnocentric, isn't it? Yeah, but, you know, Alf is... I mean, come on, if Alf was a human, you know... Probably be like a like a rapist. <laughs> He'd be like that kind of creepy, like kind of like slightly balding, like brown hair, like, like, like uh, Trevor Achmonic. Yeah, yeah, but a little younger, a little younger, and a bit more likely to, you know, spy on your daughter while she's getting changed. Mm-hmm. Oh, Willie's family is the only humans that he's had exposure to, though. So, like. What other point of reference does he really have? That's a good, very good point. Except for that I would say that he ostensibly comes from an advanced civilization of aliens who, um, you know, so he probably knows something about, like, uh, anthropology. What would would the, like, alien equivalent of anthropology be, like, uh, um, extraterrestrial apology? Something like that. And uh, I must say for a third time, Jake, Alf had exposure to Jake. Yeah. Yeah. He's from a totally different world. Yeah. So there's a funny scene um, where uh, Willie and Kate are trying to fix the coffee machine because Alf tried to make banana coffee. Banana. I thought that was pretty funny. So it's actually one of the moments that I remember from my childhood watching this show. I thought that I was really funny. I remember you saying that. Really? I do remember you saying that. The, like, I was like, hey, this is the world's famous banana coffee episode. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember why I would bring that up, but it, it's a good moment. It's pretty funny, right? It's very glanced over, but I feel like Alf could have made like a, kind of like a funny comment about it. Like... I don't even if it was just like some like pun like I thought the ideal banana coffee was appealing. <laughs> like oh my god, yeah. I wish. Why didn't you write it? I I think that's it's almost like a Simpsons style like throwaway joke like or yeah. like Family Guy like why do you try to make banana coffee like oh, what a what a pain in the ass. Okay, let's move on. We don't have to do a whole episode about the banana coffee. It's just a joke. Yeah, but that's on. not the only thing that Alf has messed up. Uh, Alf comes in. He found out that, uh, according to the book, women like a cleanly shaved man, and he's got Willie's razor, and it's it's caked in Alf fur, <laughs> and it leads to one of Willie's greatest readings of a line ever. Yes. What was that line? Uh, Don't ever touch anything that touches my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That Let me part see if... was good. Perfect. Perfection. I should play I that for the... Uh, we should. As a drop here. Let me see if I can just dig I... it up out of the episode real quick. I love a good Willie line. Love his funny voice. That crack, I'll tell you. Perfect <laughs> voice. Okay, let's see if I can find it. This is Donnie, Danny Duckworth. Don't... Okay. Good. Oh, here we go. We're in the kitchen. Okay, oh, got it. Clean shaven men. Don't ever touch anything that touches my face. <laughs> could you guys hear that? I, I could hear it, yeah. You know, you'd think being a great, a gay cat crack man, Willie would be okay with people touching his race. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, he's, to be fair, he's, he's bi. 
Yeah, that is true. That's that's what the article said. Yeah, I mean, he was married for years to a, to a lady. So. Well, yeah. The, well, the, the, she passed away. If somebody yeah. tells me they're bi, you know what? I believe them. Yeah. Well, why not? There's a lot of erasure of bi people. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So what else? Uh, um, oh, Lynn walks in. She's really angry at the old Alfer. Oh no no. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. Alf got a date with Donnie Duckworth, the nerdy boy. Do we think oh, that no. um, Donnie Duckworth might be the inspiration for Donnie Darko? Hmm. You know that's that's a good that's a good question, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that absolutely. I mean, yeah. if you look at look at both of them, they're just the same person. You could totally he was like really that. dorky and awkward, right? Yeah. Maybe like yeah, the rabbit and, uh, man was like Alf from the Into uh, bowling. Yeah. He got matching bowling shirts for them, so it was too late. Yeah. That's what I remember from that movie. Alf's idea. Alf yep. suggested to Donnie. Paisley. Paisley and shirts. and I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I do like I do like a good Paisley shirt every now and again. Not yeah. a bowling shirt, but I do have some nice Paisley shirts. Yeah. What is the uh, origin of Paisley? It's very strange. It's like Amoebas. Uh, no, I'm just going to assume it's from the 60s because like, that just seems like a 60s thing, but mm. it's probably yeah. like got some kind of big history that I just yeah, don't it's, know. It's Persian. A te- uh, ornamental design used uh, using the buta, B-U-T-A, or bote, a teardrop-shaped motif with curved upper end. You hear Persian that teardrop? Origin. Mm-hmm. To be teardrop? I don't know what that is. Sean knows. <laughs> I bet Sean is not listening. Yeah, he is. I'll make sure he does. Okay. Uh, we're at the 40-minute mark, but it'll probably be earlier because we'll probably cut some stuff out, like a lot. It's probably going to be at the 20-minute mark. Um, so, when, you know... Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, the bowling. Is, so apparently, Lynn is dating the cousin. Melmac's bowl with cantaloupes. Yeah, and so again, it's another weird Melmac Earth similarity that they have a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, but then like they just like do like stupid things with it. Like they have bowling, <laughs> but they just like use like a fruit they have lying around. Like like it's really stupid. Or like. Uh, what is it like? Boolean baseball? They use like use a fish. Like, why don't they just make a ball? Oh, they don't know how. They were, you know, for the challenge, I guess. I don't know. They didn't know what sports meant. Yeah, I think he's making this shit up. Yeah. Do they touch on Boolean baseball on the show ever, or is that uh, just a card thing? No, I think. Uh, I think. I think. I think it's mentioned on the show and then expanded upon in the. Um, in the animated series. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I figured it was the animated series. Yeah, and the animated series, um, and that inspires like a trading card game, right? Or just yeah. trading uh, cards. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Danny comes by, and it's the uh, the Danny, not the Donny, yeah. and he's he's a stud. I mean, real smoke bomb. Yeah, smoke. <laughs> he's, a, he's a he's a dazzler. What a gasser. He's tan. He's got like a pompadour. 
jeans. Total. Wall to wall denim. Leather's jacket. He's like in a denim cocoon. 80s fashion guy. Yeah. I mean, like, I I was attracted to him personally. Like, yeah. Pretty, pretty attracted to him. Yeah. Yeah. Can't blame you. Yeah, can't, 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 can't blame you there. I was, ha- I started having some hetero thoughts. Yeah. Can't lie. And, uh, so Danny wants to go to the drive-in instead of bowling. Um, I gotta say, they didn't really have drive-in movie theaters anymore in the eighties. They were pretty much all gone. Yeah, they must have been pr- pretty rare. Like, not as rare as they are now, but like, I don't know. I guess they wanted to kind of get that whole like romance thing and. In, in retrospect, it's kind of charming. Like, I kind of liked that they went there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like, it was sort of like a trope, like a classic, like, teen date. That yeah. Was, like, originated mm-hmm. during the time when they actually existed. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's a little out of place, but it is kind of charming. They yeah. were trying to show that he was, like, a cooler guy than Donnie. Donnie is the other guy's name, right? Don, yeah. Donnie. Yeah, I think. Dommy. Domi. He's, like, a sweeter, more considerate guy. Yeah, we're li- like less, like I don't know, less less less, less of a geek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they go to the drive-in, and he thought it was gonna be um what? Moonstruck. Moonstruck, starring Cher real- and Nicolas Cage. Um, a real movie, but they saw Death Wish Eleven, which I assume is not real. Yeah, that's not real. I have a good story about Moonstruck. Um, it's like, you know, it's like a romantic comedy from the 80s. Um, I, yeah, when, I, when I, in my last apartment that I had with like roommates, um, I lived with like a dude, just like a, just, you know, regular dude. And for some reason, like one night, he and I just ended up watching like all of Moonstruck together. Um, it was very strange. Uh. We just We just got really into it. This is just me and this like other guy just sitting around watching Moonstruck. Good times. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's got to be good if it has Nicolas Cage in it, though. Yeah. No, oh, it's yeah. Good. It's that good guy movie. really captures my attention. And Cher, too, is a really good actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She did some really good tweets, too. Oh, yeah. I don't <laughs> follow her Twitter. Yeah. I like her emojis. Yeah. Did she create emojis? Now, did she invent emojis? Probably. Emoticons? Probably. She's also just a very emotive person. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm from. I came. I came here from 2005, so I say emoticon. Yeah. Well, I think an emoji and emoticon are two different things. To be fair, emoticon is like mm-hmm. made of the text. And the emoji is the actual icon. Actually, it was an emoji is like a brand. Like I don't Kleenex. know. I think it is. It might, I feel like it may be, but I don't know. I think emoji is a brand that sort of supplanted emoticon, sort of like Kleenex supplanted tissue. I, oh, I want to bring up I think that... it comes from the Japanese for it. Sorry. It hmm. Oh, no, I was going to bring up that um, Al, uh, Lynn refers to Alf as, as a her brother because Alf says that to Donnie that he claims that he's Lynn's brother and I just 
I kind of felt that was kind of like charming. I, I kind of thought I just it sounded really genuine when she even though she was clearly angry, just like Glenn's delivery, it sounded really genuine. And I liked that. Yeah. My brother, Alf. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like that. I thought it was cute. Yeah. I like him better as a brother than a creepy uncle. Yeah. Although he does have a story for her about how he was engaged for 58 years. Um, which I thought was pretty oh, yeah. strange. Yeah, and uh, and then Rhonda comes in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. The whole um... he didn't. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Hey, you. Oh, um, he didn't, and then he didn't even like propose to Rhonda until like seventeen years later, and then the planet blew up. Yeah. Just a lot of time wasted. Star-crossed, yeah. Star-crossed lovers. You know, there's something we totally forgot to mention is that. Uh, so Danny doesn't have a car, so they take uh, the family car, and Alf is in there listening to music. He's he's listening to the Walk Like an Egyptian, and then he hides in the car, and so they take Alf to the date with. Yeah, classic <laughs> bonkers, classic uh, yeah. situation comedy scenario. Um, and now, um, maybe you can help me, Byron. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny, 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 uh says you know when we get to the drive-in can you can we please switch seats now was there like a trope that like guys didn't want to be seen being driven by girls or something in the 80s yeah i made a note of that too i think i think that it was very much a a gender role like uh, oh you're not manly if you don't drive yeah like like sort of like riding riding bitch at the on the motorcycle kind of thing yeah if you're the you're the man has to has to be the driver um you know now does that also tie into the stereotype that women can't drive? Uh, I don't know. I feel like they they are. It would be a mixed metaphor. Like they're definitely yeah. two things. I don't think there's a lot of overlap there. It's more, more like more like a gender role uh, norm, not norm yeah. from Cheers though. Not norm or norm from Norm. Maybe norm from Norm. Which also <laughs> features Max Wright. That's right. That's right, Max Wright. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, we find out that uh, a big revelation. Alf watches designing women. Alf mentions that he's missing it while he's yes. at the, while they're at the driving driving. Uh, designing women, which was created by also the creator of Emerald. Emerald, Linda <laughs> Bloodworth. Oh, whoa! <laughs> all, Linda. Of the, all of the worlds colliding. Bloodworth. <laughs> the Bloodworth. Need a wall with yarn and and pins on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, lots of yarn. Yeah. Yep, yarn, which would sort of maybe resemble some of Emerald's famous spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kick it up, kick it up a, a, a notch. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. They. Da- Danny does not want to be seen. Uh, being driven by a woman it would be really, really emasculating. Oh yeah. Um, so, I almost uh, felt like he was kind of maybe maybe he didn't want to conform to the gender roles but was just doing it because he knew how other people would be like maybe he was a little ahead of his time because he maybe. was fine with her driving but then he was like but as soon as we get there can we switch just so yeah. my image is preserved I guess that maybe I'm giving him too much credit aggressive. I don't know yeah he does like seem like he genuinely cares. Like he's when they get to the theater, he offers you know buying her a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. and 
so it's it's I don't know like he he fumbles a lot and especially because like he he looks like one of those like jockey guys you'd think that he'd just be like filled to the brim with confidence like hey girl yeah <laughs> I, I, too, I think that the uh, the whole drive-in date thing is very much a high school thing like it makes me think that either Lynn was still in high school or this episode was written before she went to college because college kids yeah. don't go to drive-ins on dates they like hang out in dorms and smoke weed and yeah and then, they, and then, they, <laughs> then they you know watch bojack horseman on their laptop yeah that's what they did they couldn't show weed in family television though family ties yeah, they, did. Too, they showed they? in cartoon all-stars Oh, okay. Weed? Which Alf is in, yeah. In fact, you hear uh, Simon from Alvin and the Chipmunks go, Marijuana. <laughs> but it, this must have been like an anti-drug PSA, right? Yeah, but okay. one of the classic lines is, so um, you hear Bugs Bunny say, What's this, a joint? And you also get Alf going, Drugs aren't your pal, pal. They're your enemy. <laughs> the enemy of the people. Oh, my gosh. Like oh, yeah. the media. Like, like the Lion really. media. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh some pretty hardcore propaganda there. Let's face oh, it. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, so there's a bunch of jokes about uh, jokes about um, movie theater snack prices, which uh, seem like I mean like they're kind of ahead of their time, right? I mean like like those prices they were citing were pretty much the prices today, uh, like ten bucks for a for a Coke or whatever. Pretty much, yeah. yeah it's a uh, so that would have been even more expensive than right. Yeah, adjusting for I mean, inflation, it would have probably been like twenty five, thirty dollars or something like that. Yeah, they were crazy. Money. Yeah, and then yeah. he just gets both of each. Yeah, he spent like fifty bucks. Yeah, he really, he really, he really wanted wanted Lynn. He was really into her. Yeah, well, that's what you do. This is the move. Um, so you go on a date with somebody. If you pay, they kind of owe you, right? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, like on my date, last week, <laughs> my date paid for the movie. I paid for the, I paid for the food, but we didn't go to a drive-in. Yeah, well, see, there you go. You negated the, um, the, the, the um, debt dynamic there uh, yeah. by by splitting by going Dutch on the date. Too um, bad but, we didn't go to a drive-in. Yeah. Do you think he maybe did have ulterior motives then? Yes. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Look at him. I keep wanting to read him as a nice character, but oh, then yeah. I think to, about to, it. To be fair, like, I don't think um, having, like, a, uh, you know, like a sexual drive makes somebody not nice. Like, he, That's true. He, he didn't, like, put any, he wasn't, like, aggressive with her or anything. No, they were Although, both on the same page. We didn't see the whole date, though, so who knows? Yeah. They were both very, like, shy and both clearly were very infatuated with each other. Yeah. Very, so, very much sweet. the high school sweetheart thing. By the way, emoji, uh, Emma was right. It's a Japanese word. And actually, the uh, apparently the resemblance to the word emotion is uh, coincidental. It's just Japanese really? for uh, picture plus character. Oh, emoji, because M means yeah. picture. Eh, eh is picture and moji means character. So picture character. That's cool. Um, so cool. I was wrong about that. But I guess I guess it did supplant uh, emoticon. Um, yes. so 
uh, after this, we cut back to the house, and uh, Trevor stops by. He was on a hunting trip. Mm -hmm. It didn't go well. <laughs> they went down <laughs> a gravel road. Now, I assume that's like a euphemism for like making love to gravel Gus, you know, yeah. Willie's former partner. Yeah. Um, there was a clever line here, though. They they ended up somehow in some dead end town, and they went to a restaurant called Food Here, which I liked. <laughs> I liked that. I liked Food Here. Yeah. Said so it was a good restaurant. Uh, I would trust a restaurant called Food Here. So when yeah. uh, so when Trevor comes in, they immediately ask to borrow his car, right? So it's like oh, it's yeah, like an inversion of the. Uh, the obnoxious neighbor trope where they're yeah, being the obnoxious neighbor here aren't they yeah the tanners are the obnoxious yeah. ones really mm -hmm. that's kind of what it, how it's always been trevor doesn't really strike me as a hunter no he doesn't they just kind of wanted to give him like yeah he look yeah he, he he looks fitting in the hat but he doesn't seem like a guy that would hunt i don't know yeah i feel like he wouldn't i feel like he's a guy that secretly wouldn't want to touch a gun yeah he seems like a second generation immigrant kind of thing like they, they usually don't hunt i don't think yeah it's, it's a weird stereotype and <laughs> might, might be a little bit wrong but uh maybe, I think i'm gonna maybe. hold to it i'm gonna hold to it yeah that's a good idea <laughs> so yeah they were supposed to be uh uh collecting trevor's mail while he was hunting was um raquel on this hunting trip I, well, I think he says we, so I assumed she was there. Otherwise, she could collect the mail. Maybe she was in rehab. Yeah, maybe. Well, she did see Alf uh, earlier on, so maybe like... Well, if you recall, gone. when she saw Alf, they severely gaslit her into thinking she was insane. They did, um, so maybe she was having like flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah, see, the Tanners are terrible people. So they did <laughs> borrow Trevor's car... And um, even did... though he said something happened to it on the hunting trip, wait, what happened to the car on the hunting trip? Well, they got a flat tire and then they fixed it, but then there was the part about the gravel road. So I was wondering if something else happened to the car and they just didn't let him finish. You're talking like like a deliverance kind of thing. I don't know what that is. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's, it's Burt Reynolds, the late Burt Reynolds. Um. He's on a hunting trip with some buddies. Um, they go into the woods. And um, there's some, let's say, questionable people. Uh, Wait, is it the thing with the bear? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bear. They get it's eaten a by a bear. The okay. End. Okay. Yeah, grizzly man. Yeah, grizzly boy. Funny story. Okay. uh I live in uh, Boston, um, and uh, occasionally I'll go to, um, me and my wife will go to Provincetown, um, which is like the big uh, kind of uh, gay community um, out on the Cape. Um, and we went there for uh, her birthday one year, and it, it so happens that her birthday corresponds with um, Bear Week uh, out there in P-Town. <laughs> So pretty much everybody there was these, you know giant hulking, hairy men. It was quite a quite a scene, quite a scene, man. Nice, quite a lot of bears. Yeah, and then I like had to get a towel from the pool, 
And it was just wall to wall, just crammed with these bears. And they just kind of had to Whoa. slither through. Just slither through. <laughs> it was wild. That's wild scene. Bad. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was a tangent. Sorry. Um, where are we? So Willie drives Trevor's car to the drive-in. And um, what? He's like, he interrupts. Like, they're about to kiss, right? He jump scares them. <laughs> like a spooky skeleton in an 80s uh, kids' yeah. adventure movie. Yeah. Spooky, yeah. scary skeleton sends a shiver down your spine. Yeah. Um, and he sees for like, like a ratty orange blanket or something. Yeah, one that Kate can't get to sleep without. Mm -hmm. If I were Danny, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? That's (laughs) no way." Yeah, I'd kind of be like, "Yeah, should I really date girl?" What is wrong with you people? This is this is clearly a lie. Oh, there's also some good stuff where, like, Alf was, like, choking on popcorn and Lynn had to, like, <laughs> yeah. pretend that it was her coughing. Yeah, Alf always makes funny noises. Yeah. I like that part. It was pretty gross. It was. It was. I, well, it's, no, it's not like what Alf was throwing up. <laughs> Ew. Which I, I made a notorious remix of. Yeah. Yeah, Emma, did you hear that remix? No. Hmm. I'm not caught up on all the episodes. I don't know if it was in the podcast or... How many uh, have you listened to so far? I'm still only on 10. I got distracted. Whoa, that's actually pretty good. (laughs) Such a surprise surprise that you've listened to that. Yeah, after being distracted. Well, well, I'm always doing homework, which is just drawing, (laughs) so I like audio to help me stay focused. I was prepared to be, like, offended that you've only listened to like three or something. Ten is astonishing. It's an astonishing feat. Yeah, great move. Know. Great move, dude. Thanks. No worries. So they're uh, about to kiss. Willie interrupts. Um, he rest. He's he kind of um, takes Alf, a la the movie Taken. <laughs> Liam Neeson. Uh, I thought we... that was a good dad moment. Yeah. Could we picture um, a, the Taken movie, but with uh, Max Wright playing the lead role? I, I, I would see that. I would see it twice. I would. I, I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> I buy it on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. I would get the, four, the 4K version oh, of it. Oh, damn. I see every oh, yeah. would... pore on, on Max Wright's face. Yeah. Oh yeah, Max Wright. Uh, I guess you know with Reiner now. I hope they're happy. I hope they're doing well. Reiner, his new partner, his new boyfriend. Oh yeah, that's right. For some reason, I was thinking of Liam Neeson. No, I'm talking about Matt. (laughs) I know you were. I just got confused. Like yeah. Um. Did Liam Neeson's wife? Die in a terrible skiing accident. Is that a good topic for a podcast? That is a good topic. I think we you should cover it. It was like it was like a traumatic brain injury, like a delay. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I know I'm not far on the episodes of the podcast, but you have a theme of talking about horrible death. Well, yeah, yeah. That's. Elf, uh... Elf kind of. I'm glad that that continues. 
Yeah, it keeps we keep it up. Oh yeah. yeah. Love to bring that mood out. I forgot actually. <laughs> that that reminds me I was going to uh check out who played Danny to see if he was still alive. One would think that he is because he's pretty young, but who knows? I'm say Alf Dan Danny Duckworth. You can find him. <laughs> no results smoke, found. Is he still a smoke bone? I don't know. It says no results. No results found. I'll just do Alf. Stop oh. in the name of love. Gotta say, um. So what? It, so is Lynn in love with Danny Duckworth? Is that what the title is about? Oh, here oh, we go. Guess. Uh, Ricky Paul Golden played Danny Duckworth. It's not loading. Mm, looks like he's still alive. He's got a really long bio, like way more, way longer than he deserves to have. He probably wrote it. Yeah, he wrote it for sure. Oh, he's nine trivia questions. Oh, check this out. He was a uh, he was engaged to Yasmin Bleeth. Oh wow. That's <laughs> a name that... I haven't heard in years. <laughs> Here, this is a good trivia about him. He's, he's a friend of Jeff Gertman. Who who's Jeff Gertman? I don't know. I can't. <laughs> um I'll find out. Well, anyway. That's uh Ricky Paul Golden, a.k.a. Um, Danny, Danny Duckworth. Um, so I think we're winding down here. Um, what happens after Alf is abducted from the uh, car? Um, the confession? Yes, the confession. They confess their, uh, their love for each other. Yes. That's right. That was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Also, Alf remarks that they're their date is like not going well. He's like, is, is, this isn't a date. It's an oil painting. Oh yeah. yeah. He thought it was boring. Well, yeah, he wants to watch them have sex. Cause you know, he's, uh. really, well, he's really into Lynn, you know, he's the one that's out of this world. Yeah. Also Alf, when he tells the story about, um, his engagement, he was engaged to somebody named Ruby for 58 years, but he, he mentions, almost couldn't remember um, her name. Yeah, he mentions uh, on Melmac experience with the opposite sexes. So this is the first uh, mention we get of, but potentially there are more. There's more than one sex on Melmac. Now I wonder yeah. what they are. I thought he'd maybe touch on that. No, just a throwaway. Like, I thought like Lynn a... would maybe ask a question about it. It's sort of like this. It's it's funny because it's like, oh, that's weird. It's so bizarre. Like, how could there be one more than one like gender or anything like that? Like. So alien. Like gender and sex are two different things, though, I think. You're right. I feel that way, too. But like sex is like about, I think, the parts and then... Physiology, yeah. Yeah. This is a sort of um, self-perception, social role, uh, and so on. But what was the intention of the writer? The writer just wanted to be funny. I don't know. <laughs> wanted to make it seem more like an alien. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're just different, different lives, different people. Yeah. So, um, Bronson 
snuffed a guy because he didn't like his steak well done. That's a note that I have. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah. Don't be ridiculous. I mean, I it's, have... a, it's clearly a Bronson Pinchot reference. Like, there's no other way. Well, it could, it could be a reference to um, Charles Bronson. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> the star of uh, Death Wish. One, one, Death, Death Wish is 1 through 11. Um, 1 through 10, yeah. Might he be might a stretch. Have... Could um, be. And then... So the, I don't. So I don't know what happens with the date. Does this like? Do they kiss? They are about to kiss, and that's when Willie interrupts them. And is that the end of the scene when he takes Alpha out of the car? Um. Yeah, yeah I, I believe so. You know, I'll, I'll just go ahead and check. I've still got the thing open. But yeah, um, I wrote that down in my notes in all caps. Bronson is a character in the movie. At this point yeah. in the episode, I felt like I was kind of done with it, but it was like, you know, I thought I did, again, I like the scene not for the humor, but like I just thought the, the drive-in thing kind of had like a nice feel, yeah. uh, which leads to a, an ending that I thought was very campy and very nice. Yeah, I, I agreed. I actually wrote here that it was kind of a cute moment. Um, the ending? Oh, we should yeah. talk about that in the next scene, the ending scene. Yeah, so what happened in the ending? Well, um, Brian and Alf are sitting in the car, I guess in the garage, and they're watching a movie, uh, and they made it into their own drive-in. And when I saw this, I'm like, and like, you know, they're making comments. It was cute. I was like, this is what we needed more of. The show could have had this like kind of whimsical, like cute feel to it. Again, it, it just shows what what could have been, and it's yeah. kind of sad because it. And then Willie gets in the car with them. It just it yeah, was nice. Willie and Kate start making out in the back seat. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Sun. Yeah. It says don't frog up the windows. Yeah, and I I agree. Like it, it's like it's sort of like a normal moment as opposed to this constant grinding like agony of living with an alien and having their like suburban lives upended. It's just like a cute moment. They don't hate yeah, Alf in that moment. Um, Alf isn't being a total dick. Everything's fine. Yeah, it's, it's perfect and. You know, the uh, Lynn's away, you know, having a, having a root, you know. Just, yeah. Yeah. Getting, getting rooted. Yeah. Yeah. Having a lot of fun. Everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where the episode ends. What are they watching? Do we know? I, I can't remember. Uh, oh, some creature from something. Creature. The creature. Creature of the something. It was probably a made up name. Yeah. Okay. Because we don't need to get into that. Uh, okay, well, guys, any uh, anything we missed? Any closing thoughts about the uh, stop in the main name of love episode of Alf? Keep Hang keep on thinking. A second, yeah. Keep thinking. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can just keep this going, like just just silent pondering on what we just saw. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put a stop to it now. Let's let's just say it's yeah. over. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to uh, bring us out with a little bit of um, uh, maybe the locks. I don't know. I think I think that would be a perfectly confusing ending for yeah. a perfectly confusing podcast. <laughs> okay, that's maybe I'll, maybe I'll put. Oh yeah, and and check out um, Vivian's new single. It's called Mr. Snuggles. Mr. Snuggles, and yep. I'll put a link in the. Um, 
in the show notes and maybe like in the tweet. So you can check out the tweet. The tweet, yes. Check out the show notes. Go find it. Go find it. And yep. uh, make sure to... Well, why don't you check up on Yasmin Bleep? What is she doing these days? I think she's dead. Oh. Maybe check her out. See, Let's see if she's okay. You know, ch- check her out. Gotta uh, find out what's it. I was wrong. She's still alive. Okay, good. Close, it was fine. a close call. It's touch and go for a while there. Yeah, I She know, was on yeah. um, Nash Bridges for a while. Pretty, pretty hot. Kind of a smoke bomb. Her nicknames are Yaz and Yasmania. Interesting, because um, uh, what's his name? Carl Yastrzemski from the Boston Red Sox had the same nickname, Yaz. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for joining. Um, really appreciate the uh, toughing it out with me here. And the- I was like, hold on. We'll leave the light on for you. About it, about it. We take yours while you pout about it. Truck, step out the horse, want to crowd around it. You can see me on Optimum TV. On your bathroom, turn the light out, scream, Bloody Mary. One, two, three. Chic ain't your usual friend, but I can set you up like Heisen and walk straight at the end. I'm done with ice and charms. I'm trying to ice my whole cast when I'm gone. Pull up with class on the dome. Once I-